Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, my friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our time of prayer and scripture together. Let's put ourselves in God's presence and hear His Word. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, You have taught us that when we approach You in prayer, we are to forgive. And You have taught us that as we forgive, we will be forgiven. So we ask repentance for our sins. Lord, there may be sins that we're still attached to. We ask that you unattach us. We ask that instead of temptation attracting us from this day forward, it may repel us, that we may not even think of sinning. And Lord, as we seek your forgiveness, we generously forgive those who have hurt us. Maybe they do not even want to be reconciled to us, Lord, but we have the right attitude to them. May your sun shine on them. May your rain fall gently on them, on the unjust as well as on the just. We will remain close to you and we will not let our enemies separate us from you. Beyond that, Lord, let us serve you today and let us serve the unborn. Let us speak up louder for them, act more effectively for them, do what it takes to save them. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading is from the Gospel of St. Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Similarly, as it was in the days of Lot, they were eating, drinking, buying, selling, planting, building. On the day when Lot left Sodom, fire and brimstone rained down from the sky, to destroy them all. So it will be on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, someone who is on the housetop and whose belongings are in the house must not go down to get them. And likewise, one in the field must not return to what was left behind. Remember the wife of Lot. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses it will save it. I tell you, on that night there will be two people in one bed, One will be taken, the other left. And there will be two women grinding meal together. One will be taken, the other left. They said to him, we reply, where, Lord? He said to them, where the body is, there also the vultures will gather. Brothers and sisters, the key message in this gospel passage is to be ready And to recognize that those who are ready and those who are not ready are not necessarily distinguished by their activities or their appearance. There are people all around who are ready for the kingdom of God. We can't tell necessarily who they are, although we might get a pretty good idea from their virtuous words and actions. But ultimately, where a person stands before God is hidden from our eyes. And there may be people around us who are on the road to hell. They don't have any kind of scarlet letter on their head or different kind of glow around their body. We look at people and they're doing the same kinds of things. 
standing side by side each other in day-to-day life. But one is ready, one is not. One is on the road to salvation, the other on the road to perdition. It's a reminder not to judge, and it's a reminder to be ready. To be ready for what? Well, the kingdom of God has already come among us, as we reflected yesterday. We have to be ready for its fulfillment because it is coming to full flowering, and that's the time of judgment. When we've had enough time to prepare, we've had enough time to choose, we've had enough time to grow in the Spirit, we've had enough time to reject if we want to reject the teachings and the ways of Christ. But God doesn't give us forever to do that. He gives us forever to live which life, which path we've chosen. He doesn't give us forever to choose it. This is what this reading is telling us. And as we get into this time of the year, we're getting to the end now. We're in the last few weeks of the liturgical year. At the end of uh, this month, beginning of next, the liturgical year finishes when the season of Advent begins. And it begins this year, the first Sunday of December. Then that's a new church year. The, new, the church year begins a month earlier than the calendar year. And so at the end of the church year, we have all these readings about the last things, the coming of Christ, the judgment, death, heaven and hell, and the need to be ready. Brothers and sisters, the kingdom of God is all about life. You know, we in the pro-life movement don't judge other people. We don't consider ourselves better than other people. But drawing from this scripture passage, there is a deep, deep difference, isn't there? Between those who understand what is at the core of the pro-life message and those who don't. They could be standing side by side, saying, saying similar things, doing similar things. But there's a world of difference between those whose choices revolve around themselves, my body, my choice, and those whose choices revolve around others. Let's make room for that baby. Let's make room for that child. And God, ultimately, God has decided that that person should exist. Who am I to contradict him? I'm going to welcome that person. I'm not going to seek happiness by pushing someone else out of the way, especially a helpless child. I'm going to seek happiness by welcoming those people in need, those helpless children, and pushing myself out of the way. We see this difference in people's actions. We do hear this difference in people's words. But they're all around us, and it's two different universes. Two different universes. And everything else we do in our lives revolves around what that fundamental position is that we take. Who's the center of our universe? Who's the center of our choices? And everything else falls into place. Of course, we're not going to kill the baby. Because my, my choice doesn't matter. It's who is that baby? Why has God chosen for that baby to exist? And if God has chosen for that baby to exist, who am I to contradict him? That's a person who's ready for the kingdom. The center of gravity is no longer oneself. No longer my choice. But God. Let us pray to him. Lord, you are all in all as we reflect on your coming as we pray for your second coming we ask you come to the center don't just come into our world into our hearts 
We want to ask you, Lord Jesus, today, come to the center, that all our choices, they revolve around you, may be subordinate to your choice. And if you choose, if you choose that a child should exist, if you choose that a child should exist inside any one of us who are, who are women who can be mothers, then Lord, that is your choice which is to be honored. And we who know of that child living and growing in somebody else, we defend that child not because we are oppressing that mother or restricting her rights. We defend that child because we're honoring you. Because our words and our views and our decisions and our actions likewise revolve around you, Lord God. Not around ourselves and not around anyone else. Bless us with a culture of life. Lord, we pray today for all those intentions that we have and that our brothers and sisters have, some of whom are sharing them. Answer our prayers. Give us peace in this world. Give us order and unity in the church. Give us an end to abortion. Give us victory in politics, victory for America, victory for what is right. Defend our brothers and sisters of Israel. Stop terrorism. Save the unborn and save us. Now let us pray in the words of our Savior, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks, friends, for joining me. Join me again tomorrow. We will be happy to see you again and bring a few other people with you as well. God bless you. Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priests for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priests for Life generously? Go today to ProLifeGift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.